So I am uh, so excited about our guest today on 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness. Uh, our guest today has, um, you know, I, I just think he's an awesome guy. I've been able to know him for a couple of months. And uh, a little bit of background, you know, this is his 20th year of professional soccer. So started playing professionally in 1997. He's played in 146 caps for the Mexican national team, three World Cups, 2002, 2006, 2010, um, Confederations Cup Championship, CONCACAF uh, Championship. Uh, guest today is Gerardo Torado. Gee, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, my pleasure, Doc. Uh, I mean, uh, as you said, we just met like a couple of months ago and it's been a pleasure knowing you, meeting you, and working with you. Yeah, likewise, man. Likewise. Um, I learn more from you than you do from me, man. I can, I can guarantee that. No, I can say, oh, I'll learn more from you. <laughs> You'll see. So in the 15 minutes of mental toughness, let's, uh, let's get to it. So in, you know, in your career, and I mean, you've seen so much and you've experienced so much and been a part of so much, what, what does mental toughness mean to you? I mean, mental, mental toughness is about uh, never giving up uh, when you have like obstacles. It depends how you want to see them. Uh, you want to see them as an obstacle or as, a or as an opportunity to, to still growing. I mean, I relate uh, mental toughness without never, never, never giving up. That's what I, the most part of never of mental toughness for me is never giving up and trying to do my best and trying to, to be a better player and a better person day by day and learning, learning things, learning about um, things that happen to become a better person and a better player. So if something happens during a, a match or during a game uh, that I was able to control and I couldn't, then I analyze it better uh, when I am done, like doing all my routine after the game, to see what can I improve and what can I give more to, to my teammates. So it's it's about never giving up, learning about I experience that sometimes are not good, but you always have. I mean, I always try to to get the positive things of the of the things that happen to me. I mean, if it's a loss, uh, trying to get always uh, positive things and uh, that that helped me a lot during my career and uh, and helped me to achieve a lot of goals that that I put on on my on my career and on my life yeah so you know I mean, this is a 20th season playing you're playing for Indy 11 now um, you're 37 years old you know and and the th one thing that I've always seen is you're you're always there early you're always there afterwards and I remember like we were talking one time, like a kid came up to you and say, wow, like I'd love to have your like career. And, uh, and we kind of shared, it's like, well, you know, would that kid be willing to do everything that you do? Um, can you share, like what, what, is, what goes into, you know, having such a longevity career and like your routine before and after? Yeah, it's just about uh, what you said. Uh, it's, if you want to become a success player and uh, have success uh, during your career, you have to start doing those things that uh, will make you a success player and, uh, and a leadership during uh, inside a, a team. So I I start like doing this stuff probably 
when I was when I became older because I have a really bad injury on my hip, and I realized that I have to take care of my body. That I was that it's my best tool uh, for practice the the love uh, job that I love that is playing soccer. So I just try to get it get in as early as possible, have a good breakfast because. I understand that uh, having a good nutrition and and being prepared for for the practice uh, it it makes the difference. Like small details make difference in doing the game and be, and try and becoming fit and it's like earning and having a, a lot of opportunities to to do well and and have a a good. Uh, I don't know how to say the word. Uh, good playing or good uh, do, during the game, playing well during the game. So those, and then there are things that you can control. And with breathing, like I, I like to to practice breathing to relax myself. And that when I become like in the in a game, and I'm probably not having the best game that I'm that I'm playing, but I can remind I can remind things when I start breathing like okay you have you had achieved during your career uh, through World Cups uh being uh like like you said before hundred and forty six caps with the national team. So I'm good. I'm good. So I have to go back to my basics and start playing as I know. And breathing helps me a lot to get into into that again. No? Mm -hmm. I, I have I have something that I that I love that I'm that I just learned uh, a year ago or months ago. It's about being another another me when I start playing. So I I put a, a tape on my wrist and and some rings, taping rings. So when I just unfocus, just like feel those things and refocus again of what of where am I and what I want to. To do during uh, that game, so that helped me a lot. So there's like, they're just training, practicing, and doing a lot of reps, like trying to get better. But you only get better if you doing reps, reps after reps, reps after after reps. Absolutely, yeah, I love that cue, man. It's a good one. So one of the things that I'm always about are those hinge moments. So those experiences, those people, those events that make all the difference in our lives, and often we don't know them until like after they've happened what um and i know obviously you have a couple of, you know several hinge moments yeah um can you share one what's been a hinge moment in your life yeah yeah i mean this as you said before this one i just realized uh when i when i met you and you asked me where were the hinge moments on my career and I knew this, this one was one, but I didn't see it as a hinge. I saw it like a different, like an opportunity to prove, not to prove, like to reach the goal that I, that I always had in my life, in my childhood, that was getting a professional soccer player and achieve all, all the, all the goals that I wanted, all the dreams that I dreamed, like playing as a, on foreigner league. In one of the toughest leagues in Spain, uh, playing uh, against the the best uh, players of, of other of other countries. But that hinge moment was when I was 14 years old. I was playing for Club America, and I have been playing for them for seven years. Mm -hmm. 
So I was playing from seven until 14. And I have the opportunity to go to study to USA, to a private school. And then I went back. And during that summer, we were training and practicing for a really important tournament. So I did all the precision with them. And when the tournament was about to start, uh, one of the directors of the club called me uh, in, in, uh, uh, to go to his office and mm, led me into his office and told me, Gerardo, uh, I want to tell you something. And I, I wasn't expecting what I was about to tell him. 14. And he said, yeah, I was 14. And he just told me, he just told me, uh, we have analyzed your game and since you weren't you came back uh, we don't think you you are enough good uh, you are not enough a uh, good player a good soccer player and we don't seem that you have future future playing soccer so uh we just want to say thank you for all these years that you have been playing for us but we don't want you anymore on on the team wow. <laughs> for me it was it was shocking because i was only 14 years old and the only thing that i wanted to do was just to play and have fun and trying to achieve my dreams and still dreaming to to become a professional player in that team. Uh, after that, I stopped playing soccer. I didn't want to play anymore. I just started uh, playing soccer with my friends. Uh, we have like a league and we have a team and with all my like uh, classmates, uh, we went playing on weekends, but it wasn't like serious. So yeah. I was just trying to figure out what I want. So after six months that uh, I I didn't play, my my dad told me that uh, that he saw like something on me that was missing. That why didn't I try and do some uh, tryouts to with another team? So I went to do the tryouts with Puma. And then I stayed in in the youth uh, team in Pumas, and then I started like doing all the process, all the youth process to become a, a professional player. So now that I look back, I think that was a hinge moment because that made me like effort more and put uh, more like uh, more like being more focused or taking care of a small detail to to make me become a, uh, as a professional a professional player and trying to achieve my dream. So that that was one of the hinge moments I had during my childhood. Yeah, and the, the part that I find fascinating about that is so many people that I've interviewed and talked with, they always, they always seem to have somebody that told them like, you can't do that, like you're not good enough. And, and you had that experience and it, it made, uh, you know, it had an impact on your life. Yes, 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 it did. Of course, it did. And, and one of the things that I, that I learned is that when people like said no to you, take it as a yes and work harder and work harder to achieve the the goals that that you just thinking and you just uh, draw on your life. So that that's one of the things that that I learned. And I, and I mean, I was really young, but. It's all about experiences and trying to get the positive things about the things, about the situations that happen to you in your life. Yeah. And so, you know, you're, you're a professional at this time and then a um, situation comes like with your contract. Can you, can you share that hinge moment and, and how that made a, a difference in your life and your goals? 
Yeah, I, I have two. If you let okay. me to to tell the two hinge moments yeah. I have. Hey, I'm, one, I'm passing the ball to you, man. You got it. One hinge moment, it was when I was just starting playing in Pumas in 97, as you said, when I just became pro. I, I wasn't starting. I, was, I wasn't on the 11 team. Uh, I wasn't a starter, but I was a young player that have a hunger and wanted uh, to achieve a lot of success. So a Nike guy came to offer me a contract, but he made a mistake and he gave me like a huge contract that I get paid just by using the their clothes, their shoes. Well, I was getting shoes, uh, clothes, and I was getting paid. And after I went through the contract, I said, this contract is awesome. And I also have bonus for playing for playing for the national team. I, were, I barely play on the pro team, but my dream was to play on the national team. So it was probably that uh, contract was offered me in 98. So yeah, I said, I, I spoke to him. I said, of course, I just signed it. Where, where do I send it to you? And uh, the day after, he just came in and said, we made a mistake. That contract is not for you. It was for another player that was walking next to you. We made a mistake. And I just said, okay, I know you made a mistake, but that's not my issue. That's not my problem. I want to sign that contract. And if you don't sign that contract, I won't sign it either. And, and I didn't sign it because they didn't want to sign it. But what it, it became a hinge, a hinge moment is because I, I, I wanted to, like, to prove them that I could have that contract. So after a year, a year go through, and in 99, I started like, playing with the national team. I played in, I got my first appearance in, 19, in 99, in June 6, 99. And then after that, they offered me the contract, that, that contract, but it was better. So yeah. that was a hinge moment that I said, okay, I deserve that contract. Probably I don't deserve it now, but if they offer me, I mean, I, I, I knew that I could do that. And that was like reminder. It was a reminder when I, something wasn't uh, as good as I wanted. That was a reminder that I have to never give up so I can achieve that contract. And I wanted that contract so bad that I work harder and harder day, day after day to, to get that contract. So that helps me a lot. Now I can say I've been playing with Nike all my career and I can say that that helped me like to, uh, I was a young player, but I wanted to be a really young, good player. So yeah. that became like a hinge and helped me a lot to, to get into the 11 starter. So they, um, so they give you the, the contract, come back, pull it off and, uh, and then you didn't even sign it. That's the part that I love is you're like, well, if you're not going to give me this contract, I'm simply not signing it. You had that belief in yourself. And then and then you set those goals that you were still going to do enough to warrant that contract. Okay. And you did. Yeah. Yeah. After. Yeah. I say, yeah, I, I, I got I got the contract, but it was better than the yeah. one that they offered me. So another, it was great. I mean, it was a great deal for me. And another example of somebody saying you can't do it, you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah, you, you just have to believe. You have to believe that that you're good enough, and and it's about the talking that you do in your mind. I mean, if you are thinking of negative things, bad things are gonna happen. But if you are always like saying good things to you, like 
you are good. But I mean, saying saying real things that you can prove. I mean, I'm good because I practice. I'm good because I know that I have to take care of small details. I'm good because I take care of, take care of myself. I'm good because I rest enough hours to be strong to practice. Because I'm good because uh, all the things that I can control, I'm controlling them. Yeah. So when I, I, that's something that I learned that you just have to be positive and say positive things to you. Yep. Yep. It's it's proof. Sure. It's awesome, man. Um. So, you know, wrapping it up, I always like to end with this. Like, you know, in terms of mental toughness, like, what is it that you can share with people that that they need to know? Like, they need to know this about being mentally tough. Um, and like, here's a way to practice that. What what would you? What advice do you give? Like what advice for being a mental toughness? I mean, it's about, it's not about the, sometimes when you win a trophy or, or a really important game, it's, I mean, you play to win. You always play to win and you always want to be competitive to win. But it's not about winning. It's not about all the process that you do to, to win. So small details, uh, always think positive uh, small details are really important to control what you control and just being part of the other things uh, mm, uh, what, what other things are important um, do things that you know that you have to do to become a better person or a better player that you don't you don't wish them you do them like take responsibility of the things that we're doing uh as you said and i love that uh react don't react respond to the things that are, that are happening so you can like come out of that situation and you can see it and then you can decide the best uh the best thing for you not yeah. like you still like in that problem and you keep it in that problem and you are never like enough smart enough or have the time to back up a little to study the thing what's going on and then you can do like the right thing starting but analyze it better yeah i mean those are like some advices that i can do that i used to do during my career and during my life no that's awesome man um so you know obviously when you when your playing career is over you have other ventures what what is it that you're uh that you're moving into and getting started and and how can people get a hold of you? You know, it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard to be after doing playing soccer and enjoying it so much during 20 years. It's becoming like a hard uh, and a tough decision to 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 take. But I, I'm working on it. Uh, I love playing soccer and I, and I love being on the field. So probably I'll be I'll take the road to be a coach. I'm just preparing myself to being a, a coach. I want to. To take a course uh, in Europe uh, about coaching, and then trying to all that people that want all that players, young players that want and have a lot of, uh, how you say, um, a lot of good things to give them and and to develop. I want to be like part of that develop, and with all the experience that I had, I have achieved during my career, put it on put on them and try to to make a better players. So. That's what I'm looking forward to do, like helping people to, to get better and and continue doing what I love to do, that it's like being close to the team. Yeah, absolutely. 
And, and if people wanted to follow you, how can they uh, how can they follow you? I mean, I have my social media. It's uh, Gerardo Torrado six at the end with number six. Uh, I I, I start like doing some videos about uh, sharing experiences with uh, teammates and experiences during during my career that I think like can help people not uh, only playing or being a soccer professional player, but just about living. I think those experiences you can. Uh, do them and use them in your life and they will help you like to to realize where you are and where you want to go absolutely uh Gerardo, thank you so much man for your time and um yeah man that was just an awesome conversation i appreciate you taking the time no it's my my pleasure doc uh and i and i'm sure that i will learn a, a lot of things from you well, um, I, again, man, I'm going to learn more from you than you will from me. But, uh, man, that was good. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Doc. See you.